What's up, everybody? Enzo Five Star Gentleman here. Hypocritical Millennial, episode seven, clean, or should I say, seventeen? Um, we got a fully locked and loaded episode coming to you guys. But before we get into the episode, how's everybody doing out there? Hopefully, your past week has been full of blessings, and your current week to come will be full of blessings. Um, um, just want to get into something real quick before I jump into my episode real fast. Um, prayers out to those who lost family members or friends and these past fires on my scene it was another major fire out in the bronx um that's wild man I, it took out 17 people eight of them were children uh, we just had an incident last week in philly if i'm not mistaken it was last week uh, where we lost a lot of people um i believe it was about 12 people nine of them were children uh, it's crazy like what's going on out here like you would think death would take a break take it easy we just got out the holidays but it's hey listen he's still busy out there taking lives and it's sad i don't know if the you know fire detectors within these places worked or didn't work but they were saying that um these both incidents um the the amount of people were in there it was too many people now i don't know if that's true or not um i know with the philly fire they were saying that a kid played was playing with a lighter and it caught fire in a tree and that's how that one started um, i didn't see a report on how the one in the bronx started but regardless of the fact again it's just sad to see right after the holiday that um you know loved ones they gotta go through tragedies and especially children like i mean what is it so was a nine in philly and what eight eight in uh, new york it's like 17 kids that passed away that's crazy they didn't get a chance to like experience adulthood or just their full lives in general, man. So uh, again, just prayers to those, you know, hopefully your healing will come easy and come fast. And you know, you'll see a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, now, speaking of light at the end of the tunnel, um, Philly, I know we have a light right now, or maybe we do. Um, the Eagles, right now they're in the playoffs, surprisingly. Um, I didn't really think they were going to make it, but apparently they, they're in there. Now, Hurts, he's a decent quarterback. He's okay. Um, I still think he has potential. He just needs the right guy behind him. I don't think the coach that we have right now is the right one, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, fingers crossed. Um, now, they have to play a, a familiar foe, which is uh, Tom Brady, which is pretty interesting. So, hopefully, you know, we're still in his head from beating him. From the past Super Bowl, hopefully he's not going to be coming out with a vengeance and try to destroy us because I don't really have faith in the team. I mean, again, we have a few, you know, decent, talented players right now. I know, um, you know, we got some decent receivers. You know, Hurts out there, you know, he has the option of throwing and running at the pocket. You know, it feels, feels pressure in the pocket. So, I mean, we'll see. Uh, hopefully they can catch him. Uh, they could catch Brady slipping and playing tight because of the fact that we beat him and you know he's thinking too much in his head who knows we shall see plus they're kind of injured and beat up and then Antonio Bryant did his crazy little thing on the sideline where he threw his pads off went skipping off into the locker room in the middle of a game which is wild but I think that guy's suffering from CTE which I want to talk about in a future episode CTE in the NFL but for now episode 7 clean we're gonna stay on topic what's the episode about today Let's talk about that. So, the city of Atlantis. <laughs> no people heard of this legendary city of Atlantis. 
We're going to talk about the location and then possibly being in Africa. There's a spot in Africa in the northwestern part in the Sahara called the Eye of Egypt, which some people believe this is the location. So we're going to talk about that and just see if it's a possibility and why it could be. Also, could the planet Earth be running out of people? Um, some experts are saying that a rate of replacement is not being followed with a lot of families. A lot of people are opting out of having kids. They're not having enough kids. So we're just going to talk about that and then see if the rate of replacement is low. And then what's the reason for that too as well? Also, Twin Flame. Enzo the Cupid. We're going to talk about Twin Flame and see why some people may be in a relationship and not happy, but it seems happy. Could it be that you're not with your Twin Flame? You guys could, you know, be happy together, but it's just something there that's missing. That's not giving you what you need in life. And for the ones that are single, maybe you're having a hard time finding someone and you're wondering why you're single so much. Maybe you're your own twin flame and you have that energy, that power, that strength within you, but you just don't see it yet to carry yourself through life. Hypocritical millennial. And last but not least, weird news. We're going to get into weird news as well. I almost forgot about that because it's 2022. You know, it's some weird news going on out there in the world. And then also celebrity news real fast. Um, I just want to talk about giving roses to those that are here with us because if you heard or noticed the past few days, we lost a few celebrities. It's crazy as wild. Um, I think like four of them within like two weeks, maybe two, two and a half weeks. So I just want to talk about that as well. Um, and Hypocritical Millennial, episode 17 is going to be locked and loaded. Not going to waste the time blabbering and talking. We're going to just jump right into it. Strap up. Get ready. Let's go. Hypocritical Millennial, Enzo Five Star Gentleman here. Just want to talk about the possibility of the Earth running out of people, and what I think the reasons why. But first, let's go and see what the experts did. The quotation marks that you can't see my fingers, but let's see what the experts say um, as to why the Earth is possibly running out of people. So, um, the experts. They say that every woman should have at least 2.1 children per household. This is called the rate of replacement. Now, they say 2.1 because um, you have two children, but God forbid if something happened to one of the, you know, the children, you still have that 0.1 or the third one there to replace them. Now, you know, I guess they prefer male, female, but, you know, if you have male, male, female, whatever, but they just prefer, you know, 2.1 to continue the household, continue the family name. Now, right now, they're stating that the fertility, the fertility rate, excuse me, can't talk today. Fertility rate is very low right now throughout some major countries. So I just want to talk about that real fast. Um, in China, which again, one of the most overpopulated places right now, the fertility rate right now is 1.7. In Canada, 1.5. Italy, 1.3. Spain, 1.3. And Korea, another overpopulated place that some people believe, is 1.1. Now, back in 1950, uh, I believe the the replacement rate or, you know, the fertility rate, I should say, sorry, fertility rate 
was 4.7. Uh, so I know my family in the past, they're pretty large on my mom's side. They have about, I believe, six, uh, six children. My mom has about, yeah, they're about, yeah, six of them, including her. On my dad's side, uh, my grandparents, they have seven siblings. So, yeah, um, you know, in the past, I'm pretty sure, you know, with the other people's families, I'm sure you have, you know, your grandma, grandparents, they have a lot of kids in the past. And that's because, you know, the fertility rate at that time, that's what called baby boomers. They were just having kids left and right. So uh, what are the reasons to this? Now, before I get into the reasons, uh, so uh, why they were having so many kids back then? Now, women were frowned upon if they didn't have kids at the time. Um, you know, in ancient Rome, they were able to divorce women, or I believe here in the U.S. too, maybe, they were able to divorce women. Well, not because of ancient Rome, sorry. <laughs> so ancient Rome times, they were able to divorce women if, you know, they weren't able to bear kids or if they didn't want to, they just divorce you. Uh, and other times back then, they were because you know you were considered a witch. You know, if a woman couldn't bear kids, uh, and I believe also it was uh, I know it was another country that had it was something wild with another country. I looked that up and see, can't find it here. But it was there. It was pretty much just like a more moral obligation to have children back in those days. But now with you know society changing now women you know rights are a lot different from back then they have some that are ceo some of the bosses managers vice presidents they're in multiple positions now so the idea of a woman staying home you know being a stay-at-home mom cook cleaning watching the kids taking them to like you know their games and stuff that's that's no more now now you have some of them now they're bosses now it's you know it's running things and doing things on their own so they're saying that that could be a part of the reason why, because now a lot of women, they're more into their careers versus thinking about that idea of having a family or having a large family at that um, because of the fact of childcare, why they're working. Um, it's a hard time managing multiple children and trying to do that at the same time. Now, I see in South Korea, a lot of women there who are pursuing uh, new jobs they're actually opting out of marriage. So it's really getting real over there because um, the marriage rate, I think, was 300,500 in 2014, and it dropped down to 257,600 in 2018. Now, I don't know what it is now, but that's a big number there. And right now, they're trying to force, or well, not force, but they have like multiple events where they're trying to get people to date more because of the fact that women are more caught up in their career, you know, trying to pursue bigger roles that they don't have time to, you know, get pregnant and have kids. And there's nothing wrong with that. And listen, if you have the ability, if you have the skills, the mindset, hey, do you make the best of your life. But experts are concerned because of the fact that not enough people are having children. Now, the birth rate in the United States, it has fallen to its lowest in decades. Right now, it's the second slowest population growth ever. And again, a lot of people, a lot of women, they're, suing their, they're pursuing their careers. Also, outside of, you know, just women pursuing their careers, it'd be also a lot of families 
they're just opting out because of situations like the pandemic. Obviously, um, some people have a hard time bringing a child into a world like this where, you know, children don't have the same amount of freedoms as, you know, we did back then. Uh, we're not wearing, you know, wearing a mask. We used to jump in the pool of balls and not worry about anything. We used to crawl through tunnels and then go run eat pizza without having to worry about sanitizing our hands and stuff like that and wearing a mask and stuff. Now you got to worry about those things. So it can be pretty annoying. And who knows how that affects a child too. So maybe some adults are just saying, why bring a child into a world like this? And then also you have like racism, you have like violence and stuff going on that you have to think about too. So that could also be a possibility. Now, with all that being said, how do I feel about this? I kind of, you know, one, I always thought that eventually, you know, this is going to happen. Like, you know, population is going low. Um, you have the inflation and prices when it comes to food and stuff like that. So a lot of families, they're not, you know, going to have a lot of children because it's going to cost a lot. You have daycare. Um, you have schools. Some schools aren't that great. So maybe some, you know, parents, they don't want to have children because the school systems aren't great. And and then you have, like, your job. Some jobs don't offer the proper amount of time for child care, you know, maternity leave. Um, you know, when you have an infant child, I don't think a month or two months, whatever it is, is, not, is enough. It's just silly. It's crazy. And then you have, like paid too it's not enough because inflation is again it's going to cost a lot and you need people to watch the children so a lot of people think like why go through all that when you know we could just enjoy each other's time and you know go travel and stuff like that so i could see why couples would you know think to do that with women who are into their career same thing you want to pursue your career you shouldn't feel obligated to have children because you're at a certain age like the one thing that bothered me I hear all the time, it's like when people ask women, like, oh, when are you going to have children? You're in old, like, when are you going to have, like, why is that, like, a certain requirement when you get a certain age? Like, you should be able to do whatever you want in life. Like, if you don't feel like you want to have kids or anything, just do you. Like, that's pretty much it. I don't understand. Uh, me, per se, um, I know my girlfriend, she wants to have kids. I kind of in both ways, um... In a sense, and it's kind of just looking at the, the environment, like everything right now that's going on. It's just crazy out here. Um, now, not to say that my life per se in general is bad because my life is, is cool. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, I'm chilling. But just looking at society in general, it's like, do I really want to bring another child into this world right now in this current climate? Because years ago, like, it's fine. But now it just seems like everything is just like crazy right now. It, it took a ooh, took a 180. Apologize for that. Glass clinging. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's who knows. Uh, I say, listen, do the thing that's best for you that make you happy. I mean, experts out here are saying that you know we run out of people, but they got the androids that's coming. So maybe this is just play right into their hands. But, I mean, I, who knows? Like, I don't think the world can run out of people. I still, when I go out, I still see large families. I still see kids running around all crazy. 
I, I, I think it's over exaggeration. Probably just a scare tactic, but the Earth run out of people. I don't think it's going to happen. They're saying it's it's a possibility within 300 years, but I mean, who knows? That's just like a wild guess. I mean, I could throw something out there and say, you know, 100 something years. But the one reason I could say why population is probably low because of COVID. COVID took out a lot of bodies. I agree to that. But I don't think like people, I don't think people are, are not having children. Because um, again, I, I see I, I see families when I'm walking around the street, large families, uh, a lot of kids running around. But for the ones that are opting out, I, I can understand it. Because again, you're looking at the climate that's going on, or you just want to pursue your career, or you just want to have freedom, be able to travel and stuff like that. Don't want to have the headache of childcare, having somebody to watch them and all that stuff. What is the solution for that? There is no solution. Because I just, again, I feel like this is over-exaggeration. But I do notice, or I do think that a lot of people are choosing not to have children because of the climate. But I feel like we still in good hands as far as the population. Uh, I don't see it. I don't see us run out of people on this planet. And even if so, it ain't happening anytime soon. Unless some catastrophic event happened. But outside of that, no. Man, Earth ain't run out of people. It's just people choosing not to have kids because of the environment, that's all. And it's just more prominent versus the past. That's pretty much it. Hey, yo, this can't be real life. That's right, y'all. Now it's time for this can't be real life or this can't be real news. Where we talk about news topics that don't sound like it's real news, but hell, it's actually real news. And I got a crazy one right here. I can't even believe this is real. So check it. I don't even know where to start. All right, so people heard of weddings, right? You, you know weddings, obviously. People getting married to, you know, people, right? Um, it has been certain situations where people have gotten married to, like, inanimate objects like trees and train stations, I guess. Uh, apparently, that, that was a thing that happened before. But I think this one takes the cake, literally. Um, so I can't even believe this is real. It's a woman by the name of Kitten K. Sarah, right? Um, she made history by marrying the color pink. Yes. She married the color pink. It's not the name of a person. She married the color pink. Like, you know, you, you color a book and that color is on a book, that pink color. Yeah, she married the color pink. Um, she says she's been dating this color for 40 years now. How do you date a color? I, I don't even know. Um, now, apparently, she just, I don't, apparently this 57-year-old woman, um, she says she fell in love with the color pink one day 
um, back when she was, I believe, 20. It was on her 20th birthday. She was trying to find an outfit for a party. She settled on this pink fluffy top with, um, well, no, it's a pink top with a pink fluffy skirt and pink shoes and pink accessories. And she said, ever since then, that love affair just took off. I don't, I don't know what happened at that time. I don't know what the pink did to her, um, but apparently she fell in love as soon as she put that on, enough to marry the color. Um, now, she said ever since then, she's been wearing the color pink all her life. Everywhere she goes, she just fell in love with it. The color pink, that's just her thing. Um, now, for the ceremony, she arrived in a pink Chevrolet. Um, she gave herself a pink ring. And, you know, obviously she was dressed head down um, in pink. And even the food decorations were like a rosy pink color. Was, this is wild. I can't believe I'm actually reading this. Uh, this is crazy. Um, now, when she walked in the aisle, because I was asking this, who walked the color pink down? Like, I don't, I'm pretty sure pink doesn't have a father. I don't know. Um, she walked down the aisle with a cardboard cutout with multiple colors or multiple shades of pink on there. This is this is weird. Uh, this is weird. Um, she sealed the cardboard with a kiss when they got into the Cadillac. And of course, in the wedding, she had their first dance. Or they, or her and it had their first dance. How do you dance with a cardboard cutout? I don't even know. Like, what do you even call this? She's like, I know they have like heterosexual and bisexual and gay and all this stuff and lesbian. What do you call this thing? Color sexual? Color, I don't, color sexual, I guess. And then like, I know I wore multiple multiple colors like throughout my whole life. Am I bi color sexual? Like I don't. This is so weird. Like it, uh, I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a name for this soon. Like marrying a color. Like, who, I didn't even know that's possible for people to marry a color. I like royal blue. Should I marry royal blue? Like this is so weird. I don't. I don't get this at all. I never heard of anyone marrying a color. But again, this is 2022. Like I said, man, it, it's, it's just craziness out here. Um, but speaking of craziness, how about this story too? Um, try to go back in time from the craziness um, for all you guys or all you people, guys and girls that drive a Honda or Acura. Um, if you went into your vehicle in January 1st, um, you probably noticed that on your clock, it reflected... 2002 in your automobile not 2022 that's right your vehicle just went back to time not or back to the future or not technically no it didn't but you know what i mean yeah your car went back in time now there is honda did speak about this and they're working on a solution to fix everyone's clock but yeah if you go in your car right now yeah you went back in time or back to the future i should say to 2002 and if you did please take me with you because looking at 2022 you got the Khan joint out you got florida or flow rider virus out you got chicks or people marrying colors the color pink like i ain't got time for this man i just been through 2021 i don't have time for this man drive up here 
let me hop in that honda that acura and we could go back to 2002 i would love to go back to 2002 get me out of here please please because this right here this ain't it and it can't be real life but it can't be real news but unfortunately it is And now it's time for Zoe Files. <laughs> Alright y'all, that's right. It's now time for Zoe Files. We talk about some news that's not in mainstream media. So, we're going to talk about the right shot structure, or as some people call it, the Eye of Egypt, or others may have called it Atlantis the ancient city of Atlantis, I should say. Now, what is the ancient city of Atlantis? Now, this was the ancient city that was discovered or founded back in 360 BC. Um, it was a Greek philosopher by the name of Plato. Um, he ran into the city back then, again, in 360 BC is the time. Um, he was going to an ancient library um, I believe it was in Egypt. It was called the Great Library of, of Alexandria. Um, there was a, a popular library at the time that was located in Egypt, and would, everyone would go there to seek knowledge. Now, in his journey to go there, he came across this ancient city of Atlantis. Um, now, some of the things he said about the city of Atlantis, he said that the people were, they were, um, I think, like, human slash godlike they were like giants um, they had highly advanced technology um, they used crystals a lot they had um, a device that had control over time and space whichever no whatever that means and then also uh that they were very crafty in arts and stuff like that um and again these guys you know these people you know they were highly intelligent and were highly advanced just to name a few so again this place or this location this legendary location um, was reportedly destroyed by a great tsunami now we don't really know what the catastrophic event was some people believe it may have been um, a melted glacier some may, some pe people believe I should say it was a comet that hit and then others said it was just like a volcano that erupted, which caused a tsunami, which um, engulfed the city and swept it into the ocean for whichever reason. Now, who knows what was the cause, but apparently, um, yes, this, this event happened and what ha it dragged the city into the Atlantic Ocean and left a significant spot in Africa, which is now called the Reicha Structure. Now, not to say that really happened because again this is just a legendary story that was told by a greek philosopher by the name of plato now this right structure some people believe it's the location of this ancient city um, now this they're saying that the formation um which is located again in northwestern part of africa is in um is exactly the city which is in is Mauritania, if I'm not mistaken. Um, 
The structure they're saying is a, is a risen rock formation, which was spread in a circular format. Now when Plato described this location, he described it as it's a, um, a place consistent of alternate zones of sea and land, larger and smaller, encircling each other. Two sections were land and three sections were water. Well, if you look at the Eye of Egypt, um, if you look it up and you search it, they have like pictures from a satellite which has like a ring. Um, it's about, I'm gonna say one, two, three, it's probably like four or five rings within this section in the northwestern part of Egypt. Um, if you catch it on a certain angle, it reflects blue. Um, but for the most part, you can see that it has these significant circles right in the northwestern part of Africa, these random circles that's sitting there. Now, again, the location is um, in the northwestern part of the Saharan Desert in a place called if I get this right again, Mauritania is the place. Now, the nickname for the Reichshet structure that they have besides the Eye of Egypt is the Blue Eye of Egypt and then also the Earth's Bullseye um, because astronauts, they use this as a, a reference when they're coming to land. They find a bullseye. They see they're, you know, heading back to Earth. That's Africa. And, you know, they land from there. Now, what makes this a lot more interesting is that the description of the way the Greek philosopher Plato described it, um, the description said it was surrounded by large mountains that had a lot of rivers flowing through them. And if you look at like satellite pictures of the northwestern part of the Saharan Desert, you can see that there were trails of like rivers that were flowing into the Atlantic Ocean. Which seems pretty interesting. Now, also when I was doing my research, I did find out that the Saharan Desert actually had like, you know, grass, had trees in it before it turned into a desert. Now, again, when I was reading or, you know, doing my research, I did see that the Saharan Desert came about because of, again, some kind of catastrophic event. Again, they don't know whether it was a comet, tsunami, volcano, whatever it was, but the northwestern part of Africa was submerged in the ocean for, I believe, it was 300 years or so. If I get that, if I got that right, I believe it was about, um, yeah, it was there for like 300 years, I'm not mistaken, and it was submerged under the ocean for 100 it was submerged underneath the ocean at 164 feet. Uh, and it covered about 1,150 miles, allegedly. Now, that would kind of make sense if you look at the Saharan Desert versus the rest of Africa because everything is just dried out now. There's nothing really there. And if you look at satellite images again, and you look at the ring, quote unquote, the Eye of Egypt, or quote-unquote Atlantis, you can see that there is a canal or some kind of path that leads into the Atlantic Ocean that goes to those circles, the five or four rings, whatever it is, circle, that in the northwestern part of Africa. So outside of that, 
there were some fossils and stuff like that that they did find some artifacts that were out there that some researchers did find um certain reasons why people believe this place is actually it because the way Plato described it he described it as many mountains in the north part of Atlantis and then it has surrounded cities on the outside which I believe was again the city of Mauritania if I'm not mistaken which kind of you know makes sense now if you look at satellite image or if you look at pictures of that location you do see there were mountains to the north northern part of where the ring is and again you can't really tell if you're there like if you're on land and you're within the area you can't really tell because it's like 30 miles wide and the best way you can see it is either from a plane or like from space uh, or if you just look at the satellite images now me personally looking at it it does look like it could possibly be the location for it because again you have these random rings that sit in there and it does look kind of creepy because it does look like the earth's eye if you look at it um but i mean the way plato described atlantis as it being you know the five rings three three of it being the bodies of water and then the two were land and then the outer ring has the soldiers um and they were known for having a strong you know naval fleet like they had a large army and you can see the canal or possible canal that leads into those rings if you look at the image so i mean could it be possible hey listen i don't doubt any story i mean uh, the story's out there because whatever you know i believe is some kind of truth behind it and again if you look at the images hey listen it does look like it's a possible location for it and based off the way that you know he described it too as well and then if you just look at africa in general just this random area is just all sand desert and then you see that part of africa was submerged underneath the ocean for some time it kind of could explain why everything now is just dried out and destroyed now, researchers have been looking in the Atlantic Ocean to find this legendary city. No one has found it as of yet, if I'm not mistaken. But if you look at the spot again, it does look like that could be the possible spot for it. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Am I tripping or crazy? It does look like it could be the location for it. I didn't think the city, hey, listen. I was on the, I, you know, I was probably 60-40, thinking that, you know, 40%, like, this is just a like myth, like, whatever, it's fate. But now that I see it, kind of more like 80-20 now. It's a possibility. Just, again, the way he described it, and then, like, the images, like, a random 30 miles, like, these multiple circles there that stretch 30 miles, like, kind of make you wonder. But again, just check it out. Let me know what you think. Could this be the possible city of Atlanta? Well, no. We shall see. But I do believe 
there is more to like this history of Earth, just in general. Could it be highly intelligent people that was on here before us? I mean, look at how the pyramids was made. I don't think it was people just climbing up. I don't even know how they, they, they said it, climbing up part of the pyramid, I guess, and putting a rock up there, I don't know. But I, I, listen, it could have been giants that were here that maybe helped. Could have been extraterrestrials, or maybe it was the people of Atlantis that helped because of their technology. Something to think about. Just let me know what you think. Could it be higher intelligence that was here before us? I don't know. Hypocritical Millennial now presents Makeup to Breakup to Wake Up. We try to bring relationships and turmoil together. Or at least try. That's right. It's now time for Makeup to break up, to wake up. And you smell that? That's love that's in the air. Enzo the Cupid is back to bring those who are hurting together. Or in this case, maybe question their relationship or maybe question why they're still single. Now, before I jump into that, just want to trickle back on an episode that I did a few weeks ago. Where I was talking about marriage, and someone came up to me and misinterpreted what I was trying to say on my outlook on marriage. And although I said it was just a piece of paper, it's not to discredit marriage in general. Yes, I do agree in marriage, but when I say it's a piece of paper, I mean like you shouldn't put a lot of pressure on yourself to get married because it may or may not change the person that you're with. Some people get married in hopes that it changes that they're, you know, it changes the person that they're in a relationship with. Or some people may not be ready at the idea of just being with someone forever. And then they have second thoughts. So when I say it's just a piece of paper, I just mean that don't look at marriage as the end all be all. You still have to be conscious of your partner. And what's going on in that relationship? Because things may stay the same, even though, you know, you do get married. Or at some point, you know, people change. And you may see, you know, think that, you know, maybe this wasn't for me. Or maybe the other person may think that. And find out that you're not ready. Or maybe both parties are not ready. So that's what I was just saying. You know, don't put so much pressure on marriage. Discover yourself first. Make yourself happy before you make that commitment to somebody else. That's all. So now let's get into twin flames. Finding that person who matches your soul. Feeds that energy that you need to be fed inside. Um, Now, there's different kind of connections or as I look at as spiritual connections um, that go on. There's the karmetic partner, um, which 
and which is let me see the definition not an easy relationship yet rarely hard to let go brought together to learn a lesson you failed to master in a previous lifetime so anyone that's in a relationship like that karmatic partner you have a karmatic partner maybe it's a lesson for you to learn in a previous lifetime or maybe it could be in a previous relationship and that's why you're getting put in this situation again maybe it's a test for you to understand or maybe to look out for people like that or maybe to better yourself and understand that you may not need that person you're stronger without them um another part of, or another type of connection is the soulmate um, this type of connection it's an instant connection feel like you've known them before usually an easy relationship typically the one you marry teaches you self-love so yes i know a lot of people use the term i found my soulmate or that's my soulmate you know for those who feel like that yes this is one to teach you about self-love discovering yourself whereas again with the you know the karmic partner they're not really going to teach you to discover yourself which again could be why things are a little rocky maybe that person didn't discover yourself maybe you haven't discovered yourself and you know you guys are just trying to force the real you onto the other person or you know maybe that person just changed and they're just not ready or you know vice versa whatever so again soulmate they teach yourself love it's the one you typically marry um and then it feels like you've known them before when you meet them now as far as twin flame which is i want to talk about that's someone you share the same soul with breathtaking connection filled with syncretes everything about yourself that you have been running from is suddenly in front of you now i said synchrony synchronicities i just realized i just screwed that word up oh my god anyway but <laughs> um yes twin flame twin flame pretty much yes if you find somebody with that connection it just feels like they fit every single slot that you've been looking for and they make you happy without you even trying to like force the matter they already know what it is that you need probably the type of person that hits you up like yo i'm about to go to such and such you know wow or something i got you this that and the third they ain't gotta ask you they already know what you need probably the same thing with soulmate too but have you discovered your twin flame again some people are out there they may be in relationships they're not being you know mashed up with the same person you're not vibing on the same level maybe i have different interests they're trying to pursue something other person will be back maybe they're trying to pursue something and you're holding them back Maybe you guys just butt heads. They find themselves wandering off with somebody. You find yourself wandering off to other people. You never know. But it's obviously something there that may be lacking. And if you feel like, you know, it's something missing there, I always say it's best just to be honest. Because if you're not happy with yourself... You just make the situation bad. It's going to be negative energy. There's always arguments. There's always going to be fights. And it's like, why deal with that? 
a lot of people say relationships come with ups and downs. But if there's more downs than ups, then that ain't no relationship. And that person is definitely not your twin flame. So have you find have you found your twin flame yet? Have you found that person that matches you completely and makes you happy? I don't really but me personally, I don't believe in having bad times and good times. It should be more good times than bad times. We should rarely have bad times. If you do have bad times, they shouldn't be horrible times. You should be able to talk things out keep things cool and calm. You never want to go to sleep angry at each other because, again, you never know what's going to happen in the future. But if you feel like you're in a situation where you're always arguing or fighting with someone, then maybe it's best just to move on. Have that open conversation. You never know what's going to happen in the future. Maybe put both parties in a great situation that needed to happen. Now, for the ones that are single and having a hard time, you too can be your own twin flame. Maybe it's just your personality so strong, your energy is so strong that you won't need anybody else. And there's people out here who are managing life on their own and they're happy. They're, they're you know, they're living their life. They're living their dream. But then some people feel like they're obligated again because of society to be in a relationship, to be married, to have kids, do those things, do this, do that. But life is about you, what makes you happy. Focus on you. Once you do that, that'll put you in those places with those people that you need to be with. Maybe that person will pop up then, but it's all about focusing on yourself first. When you do that, then you're putting the right spots to meet those people. Then you're putting the right spot for your career. And it's not easy. It's society. We have so many distractions, so many things going on. It's easier said than done. Yes, I do agree, trust. But it's all about focus. It's all about being vocal. It's all about just taking that initiative, that next step. Because your happiness comes first. It's not about being selfish. I think a lot of times, like society, or at least used to, make it seem like if you want to be about yourself, you want to be by yourself, if you want to just do you and things, it's considered selfish, but it's not. It's just you looking out for your sanity, your life. No one knows your vibration or knows how your life goes. Everyone's life is not the same. Everyone moves to a different beat. Everyone responds to a different frequencies. It's just how it is. That's life. And some people just get caught up in what society says you should do and find themselves not happy. So again, if you're single, having a hard time, discover yourself. Find what makes you happy. Do those things first. And then those people... Those entities, the energy is going to come along. Don't force it. Like they say, don't look for love. But take the love part out. Look for yourself. That's what I'll say. Don't forget the don't look for love. 
Look for yourself. Look for yourself. Find yourself first. And for those in relationships, same thing. Discover yourself. Make do what makes you happy. Have those open conversations about things. If you feel like you can't talk to your partner about certain things, then maybe that's not the right relationship for you. It's definitely not a twin flame. Don't fall into the trap of relationships have ups and downs because some people fall into that trap. And again, there's more downs than ups. And people just accept that and be like, oh, that's just how relationships are. No, that's not how relationships would be. We have one time on this earth. Don't live it miserably. Love yourself so you can love others. It's just as simple as that. Juicy, the latest celebrity news. Hey! That's right, it's now time for celebrity news. We normally talk about celebrity gossip, but not gonna do that today. Um, just wanna touch on celebrities who passed away just recently. Uh, we had like before, I believe, within a week or two. Um, you had John Madden, Betty White, um, City Fourier, and then you had just recently um, Bob Saget. Um, sad, sad, sad situation. Um, especially when you see celebrities that passed away that you grew up watching. Um, I mean, I didn't see too much of Sidney Poitier um, stuff. I, I mean, I, I watched like a few things like in the past that came on, you know, television or, you know, Ghost Dad. You know, a movie that he uh, directed, uh, but outside that, um, I haven't really seen much of him. But the fact, you know, he was the first black actor to win an Oscar, um, and you know, to set that milestone for many of us to now, you know, take the step to see, hey, that we can do this too. It's possible. Um, you know, that's great. You know, and um, it's a shame, you know, that we've lost a legend. Um, you know, same thing with Betty White. And, you know, Golden Girls always came on, so I caught that. Um, you know, but I haven't caught too much of her earlier stuff because I wasn't born then. But, yeah, you know, as far as Golden Girls, you know, everybody know the theme song. Grew up watching her too, same thing. John Madden played video games. Madden is everywhere. I watched football. So I caught a little bit of his stuff, you know, when he was commentating. So I was able to at least watch him, you know, during his time in his prime uh, when he was doing a commentating, not while he was coaching because clearly, like, I wasn't around to watch the game. Um, and then with Bob Saget, you know, I grew up watching him, um, you know, Full House, TGI Fridays, you know, watched that consistently, you know, um, yeah, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, who I didn't even know was twins on the show. That tripped me out when I found out that was two girls playing the same role. That bugged me out. Um, kind of checked out on the show, though, when I think they brought both of them on there. I thought that was kind of weird. It's like, all right, you know, I liked it when y'all was just switching, switching them out, but... You know, whatever. Um, but yeah, Bob Saget passing away, man. That's just shocking. I didn't watch too much of his stand-up, but I heard he had a very colorful language when he did his stand-ups. 
Um, then check it out. Um, but it's completely, I heard it's completely opposite from the Full House Bob Saget that we know. Um, but I loved him on Funniest Home Videos when he did that. Classic, classic, classic show. Still watch that to this day. Um, Shane that we lost, another legend. Um, and I just feel like now, like, while we still have certain celebrities here that we watch and enjoy, it's like, wow, we should just give them their roses while they're here and rather wait for them to pass away. Um, I know, like, after this situation now, I'm, I'm sure we're going to watch Full House episodes. Maybe we're going to pull up. Man, I probably have my my own personal TGI Friday thing going on this week. I might, you might try to see if I can pull up all the old shows that used to come on TGI. I don't know, just see, you know, just watch that. Um, I know Parenthood, um, the mother that played in Parenthood passed away too. So it's a lot of shows, a lot of actors, actually Tommy, as a Martin passed away. Um, just, just people who, you know, I grew up watching. It's like, dag, like, you know, even if they probably won't even notice my post or anything. Yeah, I mean, I'ma send, you know, my favorite artists, favorite actors, whatever, um, they roses because the fact that like, you know, I appreciate them while they're here because when they gone, you know, you can be missing them and stuff like that. And it's like that, you know, at least say, you know, hey, thanks for, you know, the shows, the laughs, whatever it is. So I know for a fact, um, that yeah, man, it's 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 just tragic right now, it's sad. Right at the holidays, it's like death is just on the road, just like knocking them out. So, um, but I don't know, just give everybody their roses while they're here. It just sucks, like when after the fact, you know, people get appreciated when they're gone. Even if it's friends, family members, like that you know, give them their roses too. Just show that you appreciate what they're doing, whatever it is. Never wait till the last minute. Or when it's too late to say, I appreciate you, I love you, whatever it is. Give those people their roses now while they're still here. Whether somebody in your circle, whether it's a family member, whether it's a loved one in some sort, or a co-worker, whether somebody, celebrity, whatever. Just give those people, you know, appreciation. Just let them know that you appreciate them. Never know how much that'll do for them. And then that positive energy, too, will come back and reward you in the end. So why not? But just want to throw that out there, man. Give people these roses. Give family members, loved ones, too, their roses, too. Because you never know when we're all going to be gone. You never know. It's unexpected. Just appreciate everybody while they're still here. While they can. And rest in peace to those that have passed away. And their families and friends that are affected. Prayers to you. Hopefully you heal. Easy. All right, that's going to wrap it up for Hypocritical Millennial, episode seven clean, or as some say, 17. Um, Thanks for everybody checking out and listening. Before I wrap up this episode real quick, it's January 11th, 2022 or 01-11-22. Um, and just want to put that out there because if anybody's familiar with angel numbers or not familiar with it, just a brief uh, description of it. Angel numbers are numbers from the angels 
Um, it's a sequence of numbers that you frequently see, uh, which is a sign from the angels trying to tell you something. So with it being um, the 11th date in the year 22, if you come across 1122, that's a sign of an awakening of some sort. Also, twin flame, because we talked about twin flame, 1122, you see that sign, it's a twin flame reunion. You come across someone, maybe that you um, are thinking about, it's coming back around, that you felt like that was a one for you, or you thought y'all was the one for each other, or you may run into somebody new who could be a twin flame. You run into them, and you feel like it's a connection. Keep a lookout. If you see that sign, and you're around somebody, that could be the angels trying to tell you something that may be the one for you. But also, outside of relationships, 1122 also just means oneness, finding yourself, focusing, also connection, building some kind of connection, whatever that situation is you're in, when you do see that number, maybe you have to build that connection with the person that you're talking to that's in front of you. And also completion, project that you're working on, you see that 1122, complete that project. Don't give up. Go for it, man. I'm telling you, it's the angels trying to tell you something. But outside of that, thanks for all the love, everybody listening, checking me out. Uh, right now, I believe I'm at like 200 plus listens, if I'm not mistaken, which thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So, um, hey, listen, I'm making a connection. I'm completing my project and I'm trying to win myself. So, hey, I'm following the angels messages, right? <laughs> but no, for real though, thanks everybody for checking me out. I appreciate the love. You can hit me up on Instagram. Show me some love too. Send me some messages, some suggestions. The number three nzo 5 tar i'm also on youtube which is the number three nzo 5 tar and also gentlemen exactly how it's spelled gentlemen enzo foster gentlemen all one word eventually i'm gonna start posting my podcast or a few of my podcast episodes on there or just have like little snippets on there youtube so i can you know get a little bit more exposure get my face out there put my face on the mug you know what i mean get my mug on the screen i should say you know messing up <laughs> but anyway um thanks for the love everybody you know what i mean and and all the you know you know messages i just appreciate it appreciate it appreciate it and then also by the way check out me and my homie jazz oh i'm full of nonsense that's with a ph um, right now we had a hundred plus listens with only five episodes in. So yo, we killing that joint over there. Two guys just having fun, talking nonsense. Yo, check that out, man. You enjoy yourself, have some laughs. Um, and I mean, it's just a different vibe from hypocritical millennial. Just have some fun, just being silly with my homie Jazzo. So yo, just check that out. Show us some love on there too. Um, but I'll say that, man. I talked enough. I talked y'all had enough. I know y'all got the rest of the day to, you know, go do whatever you got to do. Listen, be great, win yourself, focus, complete the task, yo. And do what you got to do to be the better version. Be the best you that you can be. And that's it, man. Everything else is going to fall in place. But with that being said, y'all be blessed. Y'all be free of stress. And evolve. Do not dissolve because that's not the way to be, yo. Peace. I'm out. <laughs>